welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey, welcome back to your favorite podcast where a couple watch horror movies and dissect them thematically by month. This month we're watching, hey, there's a witch in there, movies. We watched The Fucking Conjuring. That was not fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure, sure, sure hoping that we're not watching Conjuring 2 today. <laughs> what, what are we watching today, Josh? Um, cast your mind back to when we recorded The Conjuring and mm-hmm. talked about the comedy horror masterpiece that is Sam Raimi's Oh, that's right. Drag Me to Hell. I'm curious about that. I I mean, all right. This movie came out in 2009. Yep, sure did. 2009. It's a weird year. Okay. Um, What do you remember of 2009? Mm, What month did it, when did it come out? Month? May. Um, I had only had one child at that time. Uno. Just one. Uh, Uno baby. Yeah. I was living in <laughs> an attic of a relative of my husband at the time. It was a weird time. Weird time. But then we got the this lovely place that we're living in now. And a second baby. And a second baby. Yep, the house came in. Ghost baby. <laughs> the house came in November of '09. So yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. Not yet moved into this humble abode. I love this humble abode. Okay. Um, I was working at Children's Home Society still. I think. Yeah. Fun. You know. As you do. Living the dream. Um. What was going on in the world? We had Obama. Obama. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> It was him being sworn in for a second term. Mm-hmm. No, his first term. Okay. Yeah, uh, 2009 would have been the first I'm just term. like, yeah, okay. Um, oh, yeah. We went to that inauguration. <laughs> yes, you did. Night, we decided we were going to go at 3 in the morning and just went. And was, forgot that it was November in D.C.? It was January. Oh, j- even better. You forgot it was January in D.C. To Inaugurations p- are in January. To bring, like, you know, winter clothes. Well, well, I mean, we bought hats when we got there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's whatever. Um, I was pretty warm from the booze. Uh, so that was also the year of the Icelandic banking collapse. Oh. Yeah, their whole economy kind of collapsed. Yeah. Uh, the Sudanese president, Omar al-Bashir, was indicted by the International Criminal Court over crimes against humanity in Darfur. Fabulous. The swine flu was a thing. Oof. And we got Twitter. Oh, yeah. At least yay. the beginnings of Twitter. Um... Okay. Odd that Twitter was born the same year as the word alt right. <laughs> that's probably uh, a weird coincidence. Yeah, and that's not weird. A thing that's intrinsically linked in any way. Yeah. Um, people that we lost that year were Ricardo Montalban. Oh yeah, Rich Corinthian leather. Con. Con. All right, sorry. This is Seti Alpha Five. The <laughs> um, Arthur. Oh, gosh, that one was hard for me. Uh, Jack Cardiff, Dom DeLuise, David Carradine. Um, that one was weird. Farrah Fawcett, who was totally overshadowed by Michael Jackson, who died like the yeah. next day. Uh, Patrick Swayze and Brittany Murphy. Oh, my goodness. There were some... Bad year for substance abuse yeah. and cancer. So but... let's see. Brittany Murphy was a substance abuse situation, wasn't it? Yes. I, if I If I can correct you, it's... 
substance misuse or substance okay substance, substance misuse. misuse thank you and uh so that was her that um fair or false it was cancer uh it was anal cancer yeah it was it was bad um michael jackson was substance use patrick swayze was cancer um jack cardiff was the fact that he was a five thousand years old um he was jack cardiff was so old He's like so the, old. How old was he? He was the cameraman selected to learn how to shoot color photography for films in England. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna like say something smartass. Damn. No, he really is old. That's a real thing. He became a director later. Um, he shot insane, beautiful movies, um, and then also Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Oh, just so you know. That's a weird thing. Well, you gotta pay the bills somehow. Like he shot beautiful Powell and Pressburger movies of like nuns in the mountains. Oh, the black narcissists. And then Rambo First Blood Part Two. Yeah. Uh, interesting career, that man. Yeah. Uh, the movies that came out that year, uh, just so we're on the same page mm-hmm. and you get an idea of where we're at. Um, Taken, the big oh Liam yes Neeson okay renaissance thing like yes he goes from being dark man to being like the Im- star of every dad porn movie where it's like i'm gonna come get you dad porn it's called, movie? It's, uh, what i call it dad porn it's just like i'm old but i can still murder all these young people and defend my, my daughter Grr, select amount of skills yeah uh Coraline, the friday the 13th remake Watchmen, Observe and Report, which has one of the most bananas and wonderful endings to a movie ever with that like five minute long sequence of that dude running around with his dick out. Oh, fun. You've seen it. It was the It's the Seth Rogen mall cop movie. Yes, it is. That's not Paul Blart. Paul Blart. <laughs> it's the better. I've seen it. It's the better one. Uh, let's see. Crank High Voltage, which remains one of the craziest movies I've ever seen in theaters. That says something. Uh, the 2009 Star Trek re whatever mm-hmm, from the first Abrams. one the brothers bloom which is perfection mm-hmm. uh it, this actually came out on the same day as up oh gosh that movie, movie got me on the same day that movie as up. Phew, that movie got me i like one of them more uh the hangover came out that year i, lo- I did love the original hangover i have not seen any of the sequels because it didn't need to be one <laughs> It's Sorry. kind of like a concept where you're like, I don't really need to do more. Yeah, exactly. Like, I thought it was terrific, and I'm a massive Zach Galifianakis fan. I don't think it needs to happen again. Okay. Uh, it's also the year of The Hurt Locker, which ended up winning uh, Best Picture, I believe. District 9, Inglorious Bastards, Paranormal Activity. Bronson, oh, yeah. Trick or Treat. I've seen Bronson a lot. Like I like Bronson. But the biggest movie of 2009 was, was Goddamn Avatar. <sighs> Avatar was so big you remember how big yes it's like every mm, he's turning yes to, he's turning to kubrick like he's on a kubrick timetable like every 10 years now james cameron's like here's this thing i made that's groundbreaking <laughs> and phenomenal <laughs> that, that will make more money than anything before it yeah here you go yeah and you, at first you're like oh really kate winslet and fucking leonardo dicaprio okay and then it's like, oh, that's the fucking Titanic. Okay. When would I have a reason to give a shit about a Titanic movie? And yep. Everyone fucking saw that movie. And it becomes your wedding song. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I believe this was the first movie he had done since Titanic. Like, that's a hell of a gap. Damn. Well. 
Titanic's what, like ninety six? Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, well, yeah. Dang. He was too. He was busy off planet, creating a whole world and a whole race of blue people and to get into adventures. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to make 700 What if he just played D&D until he found like a good storyline and then was like, okay, let's go with this. This is it. Okay. I enjoy James Cameron movies, but I'm going to go on record and say James Cameron probably would be one of the least fun filmmakers to play D&D with. Yeah. He's weird OCD, isn't it? I feel like he would be super into rules. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, um, have you eaten today? Yeah. How how many arrows do you have left? You need to count. Like, I'd be like, bro. You forgot to eat today. This is supposed to be fun. Yeah. This isn't a tactile. This is supposed to be fun, James Cameron. <laughs> You're making it not fun. James uh, Cameron. Much like most of your marriages. <laughs> that he met like, yeah. making his films. Anywho, go ahead. <laughs> James Cameron's got to be murdered. Uh, well, anyway, let's talk about Drag Made at Home. Let's which talk about it. Which was released May 29th, 2009. It is shockingly pg-13 okay well i think we're gonna watch the unrated cut but it's essentially pg-13 talk to me about length time Um, what are we talking how long is this movie yes it is crazy long it is about an hour and 39 minutes i think the uh, unrated cuts like an hour and 42 okay then you're not being honest with me are you somewhere in there okay tell me more about this ridiculousness the tagline for this bananas film, giving you a little mm-hmm. tip as to what this movie's about. It's a Sam Raimi movie, for fucking sure. Um, is even nice people can go to hell. Okay, so this is uh, the part of the podcast. No, nope. okay. No, oh, great. Now I gotta edit that. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you start talking about taglines. Um, this movie is co-written and directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, who did Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Darkman, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, The Quick and the Dead, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Uh, the other the only writer, movie I regret ever. I regret not seeing that movie in 3D. That would have been dope as that's, fuck. You're thinking of the first Doctor Strange. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I just, that, every time I get Doctor Strange, I'm like, I should have watched it in fucking 3D. Yep, Damn I it. I can never watch the Doctor Strange movies. Continue. Um... The co-writer on this is the hidden brother, the one that no one ever hears or sees. Oh, we have spoken, yes. Um, Writer slash doctor. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He wrote on Darkman, Army of Darkness, um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Like, Okay. He's... He splits his time between writing ridiculous movies and being, like, an actual, like, attending physician <laughs> that's wild a medical physician that's mm-hmm. crazy um this movie was shot by peter deming i bring him up because he's the cinematographer on evil dead 2 okay holland drive oh there, there's one of your favorites lost highway okay uh twin peaks season three right yeah you're like holy shit also also austin powers my cousin Vinny, and son-in-law <laughs> god <laughs> You okay. Were, you were this this many year to, uh, you were this many days old when you found out that the guy who shot son-in-law shot, shot Lost Highway. That's wild. <laughs> like, that's wild. Uh, the world's a better place for having this knowledge. Um, <laughs> the movie stars Allison Lohman as Christine Brown, 
Uh, people would know her from Big Fish and Matchstick Men. Okay, I've seen Big Fish. Yeah, she's the female lead. Okay. A Big Fish, playing opposite um, Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Justin Long. Okay. Um, in the second greatest movie he's ever been in. <laughs> Well, second greatest role outside of Zack and Mary make a porno. Okay. Sorry. Bobby Long. There it is. Herman <laughs> Rivers. Uh, he plays Clay Dalton. That does, um, oh. you, Yeah. Those playing the home game would know him from Galaxy Quest, Waiting, Tusk, and this year's Barbarian, which is fucking insane. I love that movie. Oh, okay. Fucking insane. Um, Big surprise. Long. I haven't seen it. Uh Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a horror movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I will not see that until uh, you force me we've to. We've got Lorna Rever playing Mrs. Ganoush. Okay. She's in Freeway and NYPD Blue. She is mostly known for this movie. Okay. And and yeah, I I, uh, I mean okay. there's no surprise that there's a witch in it. Can you guess who is the witch? Oh my gosh, is it that last is name? It Mrs. Ganoush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last person we're going to talk about is. Uh, Dilip Rayo, which uh, he plays Ram Joss. Ram? Ram. Oh, okay, that made more sense. I'm assuming Ram. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's been a minute since I watched this movie. Uh, He was in Inception and an Avatar. Ooh. That's a big 2009 for this guy. Nice. So, yeah, that's Drag Me to Hell in a Nutshell. All right. It sounds like a really funny name of a movie. Drag Me to Hell in a Nutshell. Yeah. Uh, that should be the sequel. Oh, is there a sequel to this? Oh, fuck no. Okay. 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 Uh, All right. So this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me an original poster of the movie and I tell you what it's going to be about and make a prediction on the plot. I'm rarely, if ever wrong. I mean, right. I want to live in the world where this movie got a sequel. Where it became a franchise. Christine Brown has a good job, a great boyfriend, and a bright future. But in three days, she's going to hell. Word. This looks like maybe beach houses. So I'm going to say that she gets like a haunted Airbnb and pisses somebody off and has to go to hell. You're weirdly closer to the plot of Barbarian than you are of Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> okay i don't know what it, okay well that's what i think random um, other justin long movie i think this movie does a mm. does an incredible job of balancing like the scary stuff is scary and the funny stuff is funny okay um, i would say other than evil dead 2 this is the height of sam raimi's ability to balance those two things side by side at the same time okay all right and i think evil dead 2 leans a little more comedy i think this movie is like it's fucking crazy for starters Mm -hmm. um but when it's funny it's funny and when it's scary it's scary it's like kind of a masterpiece of tone and i don't understand why more people aren't talking about this ridiculous drag me to hell called drag me to hell um, Did they, would they have Airbnb then? You get what I'm no, saying, though. The Sublet. one doesn't. I was better. <laughs> All right. All right. Where can we watch this movie? Um, All streaming services, I assume. Yeah. There's also like a Scream Factory Blu-ray, which we have. Uh, there it is. All right. Well, join us, won't you? Mind the doors.
Mr. Jax, I was wondering if you'd made any decision regarding the assistant manager's position. It's between Stu and yourself. Stu Ribbon, the new guy? Stu's someone who's not afraid to make the tough decisions. I'm perfectly capable of making the tough decisions. I'll let you know as soon as I decide, okay? Will you help me? Please. Okay. We have an elderly woman asking for an extension on her mortgage payment. We would have to throw her out of her house. We've already granted her two extensions. It's a tough decision. Your call. Another extension is out of the question. Where will I live? I'm really sorry. Never have I begged for anything. But now, I have I said before you, I beg you. Please let go. Please let go. will be you who comes begging to me. Someone has cursed you. Is the Lamia, the most feared of all demons. For the first three days, the spirit torments its victims. After that, it will come to take you. Take me where? To burn in hell for eternity. It's coming for me. Please listen to me. There's nothing coming for you. How do I get rid of this? I welcome. You can give the curse away. We watched Drag Me to Hell. What did you guys think? I think it was a pretty good time. It was a very Sam Raimi movie. It was as Sam Raimi as Sam Raimi could be. It may be the most Sam Raimi movie ever. Um, Also, I found out that this movie is on um, Bravo Now's app, which is weird to me. Oh. like It's just just a weird place for that to be streaming. Yeah. Like... You want to watch The Real Housewives of Chesapeake <laughs> Bay and then watch Drag Me to Hell afterwards? Yeah. Bravo Now's got you. <laughs> I don't even know if that's where Real Housewives shit, I'm assuming. Yeah. I just made everything. an assumption. I think Bravo is like all reality TV now. Like gay, was, if you're gay it and it's a reality show, here you go. I don't remember. Maybe it was always supposed to be that and I'm just wrong. Was it like another channel and it became like... Cause like, like, did it branch off of E or something? Well, no, no, no. Like how this is gonna get real weird that this information we're about to dump on people. But like, how TNN, the Nashville network, became Spike. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Like how they just were like, well, it's time, kind of time to like quietly rebrand. Um, kind of like how the Learning Channel just got shortened to TLC, and they're like, why don't we just throw insane shit on there that has nothing to do with education? Because yeah. people actually want to watch that. Or like how the History Channel will have like, our mermaids real? Like, cool. Yeah. Did, who actually built the parent? When I, when I was a kid, you had History, which was the Hitler Channel. Yeah, right. And Hi- History all International. Wor- all World War II all yeah, the time. History International, which was the Napoleon Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. And now it's like, you know, oh, did aliens come down? Yeah. 
and build a pyramid are we on skinwalker ranch i was gonna say on skinwalker ranch all right i don't even know if skinwalker ranch is on it i don't know let's many shows let's talk about our movie tonight our movie drag me to hell <laughs> with justin long who the 76 year old said he looks so familiar what what is what has he been in he's so familiar and i kind of went through a, a few of his his movies and she was no no and then josh remembered he was the mac in the old pc and mac commercials and she was that's it that's what i remember him from yeah of course that's what she remembers him from. she's not gonna know him from tusk or from waiting or yeah or tusk yeah where he gets turned into Into a a walrus walrus, based on a fever dream a walry uh okay drag me to hell should i should i give my synopsis you gonna try I'm sure gonna try. Okay. Um, this movie is based on the unfounded idea that you can put a curse on someone that after you give the curse within three days, their spirit will be dragged to hell. Like not figure, not like litter, not even really their spirit. They, they will be dragged to hell. And we see that happen in a, um, like, olden days and we see that happen in today's and it's about how a girl tries to thwart the curse so she doesn't get dragged to hell no she definitely gets dragged no to i hell. mean like that's oh. her intention she her intention is not to get dragged to hell spoiler for the endings ending oh my bad guys <laughs> just every time i'm like i'm gonna talk about the ending you're like Whoa, spoiler but, alert it's like fuck it if they listen this far and they've not watched it that's on them yeah that's what we do here we talk about things that we watched yep that's what we do um imdb i by the way before we get into what imdb has to say i'm just gonna give everyone a heads up in case i go into like a weird coughing fit i'm hella sick um you're just getting over being hella sick i was gonna say let's 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 rewind this josh has a cold josh has the same cold cindy had this weekend it is apparently a million times worse on josh than it was on me but i did spend all yesterday in bed and you did get up today, which is more than I did. It worked. I worked today. I know. But. On my sick day, yeah. yeah. I just stayed at home and slept. I just bitch because that's what I do when I don't feel good. I'm yep. like, fuck, this is awful. Yep. Um, my body's not doing what I want it to do at the level it's doing it. I want it to do it. Um, anyway, so if you just hear me like start coughing, which I'm like real, real struggling to make sure that yeah. doesn't happen. Just no. <laughs> I'm not dying. I just have. Probably like whatever this is. Yeah. Um, All right. So IMDb has a loan officer who evicts an old woman from her home, finds herself the Mm. recipient of a supernatural curse. Desperate, she turns to a seer to try and save her soul while evil forces work to push her to a breaking point. And Allah drag her to hell. Um, I just want to talk about this movie until we get to the best thing about this movie the best character in this movie okay so i will announce when we get to the best character in this movie okay so i don't think that this movie was successful um i don't think it hit all the points it wanted to was this considered like a big box office smash was this movie movie a big one was a 30 million dollar movie that made 90 million okay so this was a, a massive hit i get that um i think this movie i think this i don't and this is, I mean, I, I have nothing, I don't mean anything bad to the, the actor who plays the, our main character. Allison uh, Lohman. 
I don't think she can carry a movie. Well, there's a reason we've not seen her. I like. I kept thinking if Florence Pugh is in this movie. Well, Florence Pugh wasn't a I, thing. I know. She wasn't even old enough at that time. But, like, if I were to put her in that role, I like, it just needed a stronger and a bigger personality. It was supposed to be Elliot Page. Okay. Back when Elliot was... Ellen. Ellen, okay. And they dropped out to do... Oh, I can see that. The Whippet movie about roller derby. I think Elliot... Oh, Elliot could have pulled it off. Um, they had... Yeah, like, the way that they did with Juno. Like, they can carry a movie like that. It... Hmm. It just... Nothing landed right. Like, the funny quips didn't land. The um, obvious setup for certain things didn't pay off. Like, it was just very... Nah, nah, nah. That's, and that's just how I felt. However... The storyline, the effects were phenomenal and hilarious, and I liked it. Oh, yeah. The, the, the most important person in this movie is Sam Raimi. Yes. Like, this is... There's... This is a Sam Raimi making, essentially, a horror film akin to Evil Dead, where he was like, what if I'm the lead? All it, would, all it needed... Insanity. All it needed was... Uh, what's our guy's name? Bruce? Bruce. It just needed Bruce Campbell. It, it had the car. Well, he was it had burn notice. It had the car. It had the eye, just like the grimoire. Um, it didn't have the hand or like the fingers, but like it just had so many things. I was like, this it is had, it had the hand. Sam. Oh yeah, it did. It had the hand. It, this is Sam Raimi on Sam Raimi on Sam Raimi. It had demon possession and exorcism and. And what's interesting is, and I and I want you to kind of talk about this. I didn't. I did not find myself as scared. Once I kind of settled into like, oh, this is going to be like Evil Dead. Got it. The jump scares didn't scare me. Like, they still were effective. I was like, ugh. But they they didn't scare me. It was more like when you're on a roller coaster and there's like a little dip. Like, whoa, oh, okay. I don't know what it is about his style of filmmaking, but it kind of made me feel almost safe. Like, oh, okay, there's going to be a lot of shocks here, but it's all going to be fun. Or no, did I still react the way I always do? What do you think? No, you... I know there were a few times you that you were... You laughed a lot, and you really... I mean, as my observation was you seemed to really enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like The Conjuring. There no, wasn't screaming. No, no, no. There and, wasn't standing up. And there that, wasn't... that goes to tone. Like, okay. Sam Raimi's not trying to make The Conjuring or Hereditary or, you know... Movie. Sam Raimi does Three Stooges bits in the middle of a horror <laughs> It's film, so funny. Right? Yeah. Like, Sam Raimi made a straight horror film with Evil Dead. Yeah. Go back and listen to our Evil Dead episode. Yep. Once it came out. Season one. And it was a hit. And he was like, I can do whatever I want. He made a weird fucking comedy (laughs) called Crime Wave, which failed. And then the only thing he could get made was Evil Dead 2. And he was like, I mean, I guess I'll just do the version of Evil Dead I've always wanted to do. And that was Evil Dead. It is a very different movie. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead 2 is kind of the blueprint for this movie for a lot of Sam Raimi stuff yeah and it's weird because I was going to talk about this later but I don't think there's another filmmaker who is more responsible for the look the feel cotton of everything in movies today more than Sam Raimi pause for the cause you're fine I would agree to that. And I think that's what I'm kind of getting at like, is like as soon as I recognized that this was a Sam Raimi 
um, I knew like what was in store. It was going to be like you said, three stooges in between horror takes. So it's like, all right, in this scene, something gross is going to happen, but it's going to make me laugh. In this scene, there's probably going to be like a jump scare and you'd be ready for it. Like, but it was still effective. And I think I've kind of, I don't know how to break it down because I did enjoy this movie. However, I can't, while I was watching it, I was just like, no, I, I don't see her. Uh, she said, uh. okay, I have a theory on why okay. you don't like her. Uh oh. Um, that's not necessarily Allison Logan's fault. Okay. Did they, okay, go ahead. But before that, I just want to do a, a quick uh, recap, but some lower detail. Just so everyone knows, and if for some odd reason you didn't watch this and you're like, what the fuck are well, you Well, the whole ending's about? been ruined for you, so good luck with that. Um, essentially, this movie is a lady works at a bank, and she's vying for the Our assistant system, manager's yeah. job with this guy she works with who is a dickbag. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And she's really nice. I do like the... I, I would disagree with you in the fact that, like, watching the opening again mm-hmm. with, like, her doing diction to, like, drop her southern accent and all that. I, and, like, the little clues, like, she finds the picture of her at, like, the Harvest Festival I, or whatever and, like, throws it away. But, see, I felt all that was forced. Like, oh, they had to say, oh, remember when she was poor? Like, because you don't hear her southern accent. It doesn't come out when she starts to get angry or mad, like, the way it probably yeah, should. But... Or this is going to play into what okay. we're going to talk about in a little bit, which is, well, we'll get there. So you okay. have this old woman who's, I believe, speaks Czech or Hungarian. So, She's yes. a witch. You know, Sam Raimi's family is Hungarian. So that's like a nice little nod. Okay. And essentially, she goes to the bank and asks for an extension on her loan so she doesn't lose her home. And this happens right after our main character asked about the promotion Mm -hmm. and then her boss was like, well, I'll see. You got to show me you can make the tough decisions. And then when she goes into the office and is like, she wants an extension, he's like, "Mm, I don't think we can, but I'll leave it up to you. This is a tough decision. And she's like, I need this job. Yeah. And chooses to foreclose, which sets the whole thing about like Mrs. Ganish like begs. Right. She curses her. It sets all this insanity off where like the Lamy is coming after her for three days. Um, she's dating Justin Long, who's mm-hmm. the very buttoned down professor of like psychology. Right. She gets from a very, red, like, you know, USC probably right. important family who doesn't really like her. And yeah. she gets her palm read by this guy named Ram Joss, mm-hmm. who is a seer and who is subcontinent Indian or, Yes. He, he's definitely a more Middle Eastern if Miss, what was the name of the character, the, the older? Oh, I, I can't The remember. Hungarian woman. She wasn't, she was like Mexican. Well, that's what I mean. Like, she was questionable ethnicity. And this. dope fucking house. And this, yeah, she did. And the other guy, um, this guy is Middle Eastern, very Indian. Indian yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of weird mix of cultures in this. There's a lot of, like... I appreciate the fact that there's not, like, a white mystic, though. Or, like, a Catholic priest, I think. All right. I'll give you that. That's a nice change. Like, normally it'd be like, we gotta go get a Catholic priest. Or a demonologist. Or some sort of Van Helsing type Because only only that kind of person can save us. Um, I mean, is he the only guy who can save them? They... No. Because she doesn't get saved? No. But 
essentially they try to do a thing where mm-hmm. they get around a table and they summon the Lamia and the Hispanic woman who's like a medium is going to trap it in a goat. Oh, right, right. And then the goat... They're going to kill, kill the, the goat. goat. And it's going to banish Lamia back and save Allison Lohman. And then they realize... And then that is when we meet the best character in the whole movie. Who is? Which is the talking goat. And... So she manages to trap the Lamia and the goat. And then the goat starts talking and cursing, and it makes me really happy. Oh, like, does it? Legit my favorite character in the movie. And I'm not saying... I don't like any of the other characters. I like most of the characters in this movie. But the first time I saw that scene, when the goat started talking, you were like, I was yeah. like, am I high right now? <laughs> like, did someone dose me? Is this really happening? Because it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking crazy. <clears throat> and then they're like, the oh, well, she's dead because the old woman dies of a heart, heart attack, attack immediately. And they're like, well, the only thing you can really do now is either... Mm-hmm. Go to hell forever, or give, give it the away. button away that she's cursed. So she tries to give it away to that um, to like an old man. Yeah, and then like the guy she works with because He's she knows a he douche like, canoe. stole her bank records and right. fucked her over, and she can't do it. So she ends up digging the woman up and giving it back to her. Like she gets it, but then they end up ipso facto switcheroony going away on a trip. And Justin Long's in her propose, and he's like, oh, hey, I found your button. And, and he gives it like, back to no. her. And she gets dragged to hell, and the movie ends. And yep. it's fucking awesome. The end. Yeah. Um, very Turner's uh, Curse of the Demon. Very Turner's Curse of the yeah. Demon. If you listen to that episode, this is essentially a Sam Raimi comedy remake of that movie. Um, in <laughs> okay. many ways. Huh. Right? Like... The ending of... I'm not thinking back on it. Think about Curse of the Demon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to remind Cindy. Please do. she's not going to remember this movie. I do not. Bring it up. Um, Curse of the Demon is that movie where Dana Andrews' friend gets murdered by that giant demon at the beginning of the movie. Right. And then he goes over to England because he's writing that article about that demonology cult or whatever. Right. And then the, the witch guy who runs it... Um, writes those runes and slips them to Dana Andrews and he starts seeing shit mm-hmm. and then the, and on the train even so it's like a train parallel oh yeah because they are on a train he gives platform. it back to the baddie and mm-hmm. then they fly out of his pocket and burn on the train tracks and then the demon shows up and rips him apart yep um, it's very much a remake of that movie in a lot of ways um, and I are here, you I are like, here for it I like Drag Me to Hell I fucking love Curse of the Demon I could go back and watch that movie whenever. But it's, you don't think you could go back and watch this one? I mean, Sam Raimi movies are those movies, and I know there's going to be people hollering. Oh, yeah, he has a massive fan base. I enjoy Sam Raimi movies. Um, I just rewatched Evil Dead 2 last night. Can confirm. I can't go back and watch them all the time because they're just, they're too kinetic. Yeah. Right? And I mean, we're talking about a guy who, like, we, he created the modern superhero movie. Yep. Right, like there were superhero movies here and there, and he was like, "Hey, Spider Man," and that was like open the fucking gates. Right, it started that right? whole. And then Spider Man Two, and then now he just did like the newest Doctor Strange. Like, also Spider Man Three, but we really talk about that. Okay, it is what it is. So, um, Sam Raimi again, my favorite character, Talking Goat. 
Yeah. Because um, it's... That tracks. And then, like, people start flying around the room, like, mm-hmm. Evil Dead style. So funny. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I le- the first time I watched it, I legitimately thought, am I tripping right now? Is this real? Yeah, because it, it, it turns on its head hard. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, it's... That, I think what that moment is when I'm like, oh, that's right. It's a Sam Raimi movie. And okay. I will give the movie credit for this. They do a really good job oh. of giving Justin Long plausible deniability until the end of the movie. Because, like, anytime anything happens, he's not there. Yeah. He's absent for a lot. You know, like, well, you're not you're not supposed to come to this seance. It's just I didn't understand that. It's, it's <laughs> In my... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because they're wanting to save the surprise of him realizing mm. it's real for the end. In my opinion, I was like, oh, they, he, they couldn't get him for that day. Like, oh. It's Justin Long. You can get Justin Long for any day. Well, hmm. Like, hmm. he's not a hard get. He did fucking Jeepers Creepers. Fair. Okay. Ten, we can't really archive this movie. It's not meant to be. It's a Sam Raimi you know, movie. This movie is batshit You can 100% archive this Okay. Movie. Action. Yes. Yes. It does start off pretty hard. It goes wild. There's a cold open where a kid gets dragged thrown to off of a off of a building or yeah off a balcony. Um, close. Revolutionary? No. We already said this is kind of a knockoff on Curse of the Demon, right? I mean, yeah. It's, okay. Sure. Oratory. Do you have anything that you remember? Oh, I skipped K. Killing. Yes. She kills a little cat. Anyway, oh, that was really sad. Um, hmm. Oratory. Anything memorable? That's typically where Bruce Campbell kind of comes in, and you're like, oh, yeah, Brucey. There's, I think a lot of the stuff Mrs. Ganish says. Okay. Like, you shame me. Shame. I, I, yeah, whatever. Um, and that was the other thing. I just kept going, that's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. The people who give you the loan at the bank are not the same people. Like, they can't do anything about, like, bankruptcies and things like that. That's a whole separate department. And sorry, I'm bringing real Look, world she into could, it. She could have offered the extension. Like, it was put into her hands. But even then, like, every, everything goes through collections. It's an entirely separate department than the people who give you but the, the loan. the bank loan was through the bank. They mm. had the option to, like, mm. foreclose and send it off to collections. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and then f- fornication? There really isn't any. Um, fantasy? This is fantastical. Um, okay. So, like, 50-50? Here, here's the deal. Here's why you hate... 60-40? Allison Lohman's character. Okay. Here's why most people that saw this movie... did hate it. Didn't like her character. I just didn't like her character. Yeah. Um, this movie came out right after the banking and housing crisis, 2008. Okay. And she's playing a banker who forecloses in someone's house. I don't give a shit about any of that. But there was a large, like, I think a big reason for this movie's success was people wanted to see, to her, see her get dragged to hell. Cause they're like, fuck her. Oh, she's, bless. she's a banker. Man. Yeah. She sucks. Damn the man. You know, and this movie did catch a lot of flack for being misogynist. Because... They're like, you know, well, it's a female who's trying to do everything the guys are doing, and she goes to hell for it. And gets punished for it. I mean, what do you what do you think about that take? Hmm. I think you run into 
kind of a, a an infinity conversation of, well, then we don't put her as the lead. We have a man as the lead. Well, then we're just putting another man as the face of a movie. Okay, so we put her, we make it a female character as the main character. Okay, but the main character has to have like this hero's flaw, you know, in order to bring them down. Mm, does that mean that that woman isn't good enough and that, or is it just part of the hero's journey? She has to have a flaw. Does that make sense? No, it does. So it, you get kind of caught in this loop of, well, you can either not have her be the lead and then you run into, you're just casting men or you have her in the lead and she has some things or she fucks up. In which case some people are going to be like, oh, it's symbolism for, you know, she's a woman trying to live in a man's world. I, mean, I would argue there is symbolism in this movie, but I, I don't think it's not that. from that perspective. Yeah, I don't think it's that. I would say her character gets punished not because she's a woman in a man's world trying to do man shit. I think she gets punished because she goes against her own morals and ethical code. Okay, I can see that. that. Because she is full on going to give that extension until, until the job is dangled in front of her. And she's like, sorry, we can't. Right. Right, like... Sorry, can't do it. Like, we see her putting a lot of other people above her in, throughout the movie here and there. Yes. Except for that moment. Like, that's the moment where she is... She puts herself above everyone else. Mm -hmm. And she's punished for it. Yeah, okay. I, 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 think, I see that. I think that's the lesson of the movie. Not the fact that, like, because she was, you know, a woman trying to succeed at, like, banking, she's punished for it. No. Um, I, I, I think it really comes down to... You know, hey, um, I fucked this woman over, and I didn't have to. And it's costing me my life. My eternal soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie is fucking It's all the fun. gnarly. All the fun. Uh, I will say. <clears throat> yes? A couple snippets of information. Please. Um, so we already went over that the part was originally supposed to go towards Elliot yeah. Page. Um, Sam Raimi and his <clears throat> brother wrote this film after Army of Darkness. <laughs> like this was originally the first draft was written post army of darkness and they were like maybe we'll do this okay and then they ended up doing a bunch of other stuff like dark man fuck yeah dark man i don't, I don't know anything about that you saw dark man sure with liam neeson where oh you can i did see, yep did see dark man fucking oh rules. god here we go we're gonna talk about this again <laughs> fucking love dark man uh alami is actually a boogie woman from greek mythology who stalks the countryside looking for children to devour it was a story used to get young children into their beds at bedtime. Okay. Um, the demon Pazuzu from The Exorcist was originally weirdly designed as a demon who you could call on to protect your children from the Lamia. Interesting. Yeah, because they are mortal enemies. Fun okay. fact for you. Um, before deciding to direct this film, Sam Raimi asked Edgar Wright to direct it. Oh. And Edgar Wright was doing Hot Fuzz, and he was like, Sam, you should direct this. Like, we would all really like to see you do another horror movie. And he, so he did. Yeah. Um, and this Thank movie, you, Sam. Thank you, uh, Edgar Wright. This movie references Evil Dead uh, Quite a subtly few. Okay. In the best way possible. Uh, Clay, which is uh, Justin Long mentions, traveling to his parents' cabin that has trees and is private. Yes. Which is very much an Evil Dead reference. That's um, where they're going. Yeah. Um, so there you go. It's going to be fun. That's what he was talking about. Clay and the... Okay, whatever. Did All you right. like this movie? <clears throat> I did like this movie. It was fun. Okay. What was your favorite scare in this movie? Um, It was probably during the fight scene in the car. 
uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think when the old lady kind of pops up, that first time really got me. I would say, I don't know for me. Um, I like all the stuff in the cemetery. Okay. I think the scene that I saw you enjoy the most was was when she fights Sylvia Ganesh after she's dead, which is the piers in the shed or whatever, and that weight, that anvil. Oh yeah, Looney Tune style is hanging on the ceiling. Yes, who hangs a fucking anvil in the ceiling with like? Yeah, I forgot about that. And she cuts it, and it hits this ghost woman, and her eyes fly out of her head and go into her mouth. Yeah, and splash all over Allison Lowen's character. Very Sam Raimi. Um, and everyone in the room, because we watched this with your mom, laughed really hard. Yeah, that is fucking ridiculous. It was hilarious. Good. Who doesn't love a good old eye pop? So super fun. What are we watching next week? As we continue, hey, there's a witch in this. Um, we're gonna end. It's, it'll be Halloween. Scary. All right. What are we watching on Halloween? Um, we're gonna do the original 1977 Suspiria. Suspiria. Okay, 1977. What kind of runtime are we looking at? I think it's like an hour and a half. Excellent. To. Sounds good to me. I mean, we could watch the remake, which is like two and a half nope. hours. Nope. Anyway, it came out a couple years ago. Nope. Until next time. Is it like a woman with a vagina? Nope. Oh, what? What are you ready to watch? I'm just saying the remake is fucking wild. The fuck are you making me want? Okay. Until next time. I'm Josh. And I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend.